Greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 325 of the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. This week, we talk about the long-awaited PlayStation Showcase and our highlights on the lineup as we do it live each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over on YouTube.com slash at PS Trophy Room. Kyle. Yeah. We just done did the thing. We, we streamed sure did. our live reactions to the PlayStation Showcase. You can check us out as we're going through the high highs, the low lows, and the, you know, the all of mid-mids. it that was this yeah, the mid mids that was this PlayStation showcase. Six hundred plus days of waiting, and we finally see the future of PlayStation. But is it the future we want to see? Well, we'll t- get right into it. But before we do, I want to mention our Diablo 4 giveaway ends on June. Fifth. So if you want to enter, make sure you write us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify and share it at PS Trophy Room on Twitter to be entered to win. And guess what? If you already written a review, you're automatically entered to win a copy of Diablo 4 on whatever platform. Because I know some people are very temperamental with that. They're like, listen, I love PlayStation, but Diablo, there's only one way to play, and it's on PC. So I get it. I get it. Are those people from the South? Yep. Most of them. Okay. West Virginia. Country Do so they happen to also like roast beef sandwiches? Bog out. I think they do. Mm. <laughs> Bog out. Mm. Uh, also, a little bit of housekeeping as well. The Trophy Room store, if you want to see some merch, get some cool tees, head on over to the Trophy Room store. Link in the description. And, of course, we start every episode with the Patreon pitch Like we say each and every week, the reason why we look so good, we sound so great, is because of your generosity over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. I want to thank our newest member, Chris. I want to thank our premium producers, Todd Burowitz and Toxic. I want to thank our platinum members, Brad Presnell, Brent Gillian, Jedi Master, and Cowboy Danger D, Jonas Young, Jose Jimenez, The Green Gorilla Gamer, Chaotic Monkey, Millennial Falcon Gaming, Ryuko Kill 90, Sith Lord 92, Stephen Fleish, Drubles and Bits, Jay Shea, Bertos Maximus, Chris, and Hybrid 748. I want to thank our gold members, Awesome Dave, Cypher Primus, Doth Simon the Pie Man, Daniel Wells, DJ, DJ, Hercules 89, Elo 2032, Jesse Garcia, JB the Purple Monkey, Hayden Doors, Nagachaka, Katie, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Kevin Ainsworth, K Grimm, Lamb Chop 93, Marcus O'Neill, Androsasaur, Astronaut Jr., Rick Arrington, Dewane Raksha, the Aztec King, Robbie Bobby Miller himself, Brenton Zachary, Brenty Blob, Bubble Boy N7, Captain Logan, Final Fan XZ, Hambone, J.D. Dillinger, M9 Prime, Stone Cold, E.T., Tino Six Speed, M. Cly H85, N. Johnson, Sean McKenzie, Matt, pew, 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 the Red Arrow, Spam and Bam and Insomnia. Thank you all so much. It's the reason why we're able to live stream with y'all, why we are able to hold these awesome events and look so good doing it and sound so great while we're doing it. Thank you all so much. Now, Kyle, 
Yes. Usually I start the show off with a question, right? Usually we're here squaring up the news, but there's literally only one thing to square up this week. Mm -hmm. And that is the PlayStation Showcase. And as I saw immediately after getting off the showcase, there's a lot of mixed feelings about this. A lot of mixed feelings. We are 600 plus days since we've gotten a showcase up until this moment. And the feeling is negative. I'm not even going to say mixed. I think it's overwhelmingly mm-hmm. negative. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know your genuine reaction to it because I know when we first got off the showcase, you were a bit more down than I was about what we saw here. So before we break it all down, what I'd like to do is get your thoughts right now. Break the the showcase down piece by piece, game by game, mm-hmm. and then see if our reactions or, or our thoughts change after this showcase or after you know sure. all the, the games we go through. And to so. let everyone know, we both watched it twice. Yep. So uh, we've had some time to let our feelings sink in. Marinate on it, as Marinate you said, on stream. a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, I talked too much already. Take it away. Your thoughts. Okay. Are we giving out... Uh, do you want to start with a grade, or do you just want to talk about it? I would say, a, let's do the grade at the end. You know, that's the, that's the we, carrot on the stick. Yeah. Okay. After we... Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Not going to lie, y'all. I'm so disappointed. Yeah? Uh, it, we've been waiting for a showcase for a very long time. This isn't the showcase I think we wanted or what we got. With a asterisk, I think there are some phenomenal games that were shown off. Do Mm -hmm. not get me wrong in the slightest. There are so many things in here that I loved. I love that PlayStation highlighted so many indies, and I'm so excited for that and to give them this stage for it. My problem with this showcase is it was it's a PlayStation showcase where the first party stuff that we saw was all CG trailers or like concept things like the firewalk thing. We got, okay. It's like a sci-fi space shooter Mm -hmm. and we got to see a ton of Spider-Man two, which was awesome. Yeah. But there's like n- there wasn't a whole and Helldivers too. We got some gameplay stuff in there too, which yeah. looks great too. Yeah. But like, I'm more disappointed knowing we we still don't know what the unknown is, mm-hmm. and we don't know anything really past this year, and yeah. that is frustrating. Yeah, we don't know. So what the- I, I I think maybe d- take out disappointed and maybe put in frustrated. I'm just frustrated. Yeah, I thought this showcase was fine. I think if this was a Jeff Keighley joint, if I could be real, Kyle, if this was a Jeff Keighley show, this was a great show. I think a lot of people would be like, yeah, no, this is fantastic. Yeah, because there's a lot of great games to be shown here. Yeah. But as a PlayStation fan, and again, as I thought the show was fine, as a PlayStation fan, I'm left wanting in not the way that they wanted <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I'm left exactly. wanting of like, yeah, I, I saw concept of of games that I don't know you for. So, you know, for example, like Haven's, uh, was it Fair yeah. Games, right? Yeah. Concord. Uh-huh. I don't yeah. know PlayStation's pedigree when it comes to live service games, but I know your Not pedigree for that. single player S- games. The studios. Right. 
Like, so, I, I don't know what the studios are capable of, I that, but those trailers is what we have to go off of. Yeah, so I would have felt much more confident if we got these two concepts, we got in, you know, Spider-Man, which we'll get into depth oh, about. Oh, looks oh, stunning. Yes, and oh, that yes. reminded me, oh, right, this is a PlayStation showcase. We're going to see this type of spectacle. But I would have loved a, hey, here's a studio we know. Hey, here's Naughty Dog. Hey, here's Bend. Here's literally anyone outside of Insomniac. Or any of the other games that we were shown previously yeah. at a showcase or a state of play yeah. that still haven't come out yet. Uh, like Stellar Blade wasn't here. Stellar Blade, yeah. Rise of the Ronin that had people really excited wasn't here. So yeah. overall, I think the showcase was great because there's great games here. But yeah. my problem is as a PlayStation fan, there is not a game to look forward outside of Spider-Man uh, that is PlayStation exclusive that I know is going to be, you know, I'm, we're going to unban the word tonight, uh, a, a banger from from Sony. We yeah. didn't get to see that. There was no reassurance of like, oh, yeah, Factions is here. Or, hey, Ghost of Tsushima 2 is here, even if it's just a splash on a logo screen. Yeah. Um, it's that is that is my concern here is that this is the era. This is this is now at this point. This is Jim Ryan's PlayStation. We're seeing this is now his vision of it. And I'm kind of concerned. I don't see the PlayStation that I love here. And I think so many of us love here. So though I think the showcase was fine, I think that this is definitely not the reception that Jim Ryan and his team thought they were going to get here tonight. And I definitely think they are writing notes going, okay, all right, we see where we did wrong here. We're going to, we're going to, you know, make amends to this. Because if this was a, a showcase last year, Fine. Like, it's a fine show. But this is a showcase that we literally waited almost, what, two years on. Yeah. And I don't think that it, I don't think this was worth the wait, sadly. I know. And, it, and that that's where the frustration comes from is, and maybe they did, and maybe I just forgot that they talked about it, but th- maybe they were so focused on games that we were only going to experience this year. Yeah. Because a lot of these just ended with 2023. Yeah. I could maybe name three solid dates out of anything shown. Yeah. Maybe four. Which any of um, those dates could move. I mean, just take a look at yeah. the Xbox showcase from last year. Yeah. Hollow Knight, we were supposed to be playing it by now. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I'm totally fine with that. I'm not I'm not saying that's a bad thing that we only see things that we're going to play. That is a critique that PlayStation got previously of them showing right. things too far away. And then it's like, well, when are we going to get them? kind of it's it feels like a a lot of like damned if you do damned if you don't kind of going on and i get that and i i'm sure it's incredibly frustrating i mean hell uh, go go talk to the ceo of embracer he knows how hard (laughs) it is managing so many studios and so i can only imagine that kind of like what to show off when to show off whatever but this being a playstation showcase there was not a whole lot of quote-unquote playstation right a lot of really dope indies, which also here here's where I'm gonna and get keep, on my and keep going on that rant for just a second. Yeah, I, I'm gonna get on my my soapbox here for a quick second. A lot of people that I see that were hating on this showcase like to point out that they were showing too too many you know smaller games, too many indies. 
I'm so sick and tired of that, that kind of thing of just shitting on indies just because they're not the next big triple A blockbuster game. Indies are incredible. They tell amazing stories. They innovate. They move the needle. They are reasons why you play games in between the big releases. And sometimes they surpass them. And the fact that people aren't giving them the love uh, that they deserve or the respect that they deserve really makes me mad. And so, like, when Joe, earlier when we were live reacting, you were like, yeah, it's a little too indie heavy. Yeah. I mean, like, well, again, it's like, what do you want PlayStation to do? It sell, Support indies more? Or, or not at all. And I feel like they're supporting indies a whole lot. And basically, what I was ranting on, a lot of people were like... No, saying, no, no, I get, I get it. It was, no, but like, it, it was bad because too many smaller games. Like, yeah. that's stupid. These are incredible games by incredible studios. It's it. I and I get your frustration there. I really yeah. do. And I'm gonna fire back at you, going. I love that they're highlighting all these smaller games. I think the frustration is when we go to these big showcases. What are we remembering? Oh yeah, no, you're remembering yeah. the big triple A. So, to me. I'm looking at this showcase going, yeah, there's a there's a lot of indie games and awesome that they have this spotlight. But I the expectation has been set for decades of like, but when am I getting that Ghost of Tsushima to? Right. So like to me, if there was just that other just a title screen of like, hey, don't worry, everything's OK. Here's Ghost 2. You know what I mean? Here's Ben coming out here. Right. Here's Gorilla. Then I think we would have we would have been OK. That's fine. Yes, Kyle. Because uh, we haven't run into this yet since we've been streaming live. I'm getting a pop-up. Hey, audio. This is how YouTube's working. Hi. Of ads will run shortly for some viewers and give me the option to skip. Do you, Should we skip, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're, right, we we ain't go. doing that stuff right now. That's never <laughs> have to, uh, popped up before, so sorry, y'all. If it has and I missed it, I'm sorry. <laughs> YouTube, y'all. Um, yeah. Anyway, so, Continue. yeah, like, to me, I... Again, I'm not here to sit here and go, oh, indie game. Whoa. I'm here sitting saying, okay, indie games are great, and I love that they're getting this highlight. I have the expectation that there's going to be a big AAA game here, and there's yeah. like a 10, 15-minute lull of like, okay, but like, this is great. Now I want to see Ghost. Sure. That's all and I'm I trying to get at. I'm yeah, not yeah, here yeah. to, no, to, no, no. to trash on indies. And, and, and I also... I also feel like looking at the showcase, watching it twice, it was a little bit cookie cutter in where it was like, here are four or five indies or smaller mm -hmm. games. Here's a big trailer. Here's four or five smaller indie games. Here's a big trailer. And it just followed that same kind of pattern. And I'm like, surprise us. Shock us. Yes. Like, like there was like, we got the Metal Gear Solid trailer and then it just like was on to the next thing cool artsy indies which i love but imagine the bombshell of like big big uh, like right. keep going my also i think this i think my frustration also lies with this just shows me let playstation do an indie showcase yes and i think uh, uh, an indie only showcase something yeah. like that's the, and that's my other frustration is like let people again set the expectation kyle i'm, I'm gonna fire back at you one more time about the indie comic because i take offense okay we waited 600 plus days yeah 600 plus days yeah no i get that to see cat in the wood run for 15 seconds right uh-huh 
come on, <laughs> you know, like, give me something here. Like, give give me something that I know. Like, again, I would be a-okay with indies being here. I'm not anti-indie. It's just give, give me the expectation that we all have when we're watching these big showcases. This would have been a great state of play, fantastic state of play. Mm-hmm. But this is a showcase. This is the future of PlayStation first party. And that was my frustration with it. Again, as someone who thinks this show is fine. Yeah, no. I'm not that. down on it. I don't want anybody to think I'm down on it. I actually think I'm more positive than most on this. I think that um, maybe we're getting into semantics of, of you know, yeah, the, the showcase itself felt sterile of like, oh, yeah, we could expect this here, four or five indies, then big game. Four or five indies, then big, yeah, no, big game. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm I'm not saying you were trashing on indies in, okay. in any sense. I'm just... It, it just sometimes people and uh, you've been guilty of this sometimes of saying of like poo-pooing the indie games just because they're artsy yeah or or, or, or and uh, like and i i think landon and chat makes a good point here is just like let's not cut out the indie games but add five to ten more minutes of big stuff and i absolutely. think that would have been a great great compromise absolutely yeah. absolutely and again I want to see more from the first party. That's yes. why. Yes, that's what absolutely. gets my butt. My butt. The in fact seat, that so. we didn't get any Astrobot during the VR section. Oh that my was, god, that was criminal. <laughs> you didn't even have to show us any of the game. I would have been okay with Astrobot popping up and be like, "We're on another rescue mission coming soon." <laughs> like yeah. just something. Just something. Just something. So, do you do you honestly think before we give our grades? Yeah. Do you think anything got held off for Summer Game Fest? Yes, and I think that was a mistake. If it, if I it agree. wasn't, I think that's a mistake. If there what, isn't anything there, s- still a mistake. I, Death Stranding yeah. 2 was, I was yearning for it. I was like, okay, Metal Gear's here, but like maybe in a few games, the, I'll get the, the Kojima only, joint. The actual The only Kojima thing joint. I could say, and you said it before, is like, um, it gives PlayStation a chance to quote unquote win the news cycle again if <laughs> there's some games at Summer Game Fest. But, like, there's nothing bigger than your first major showcase in two years. Yeah. Yeah. I would have gone all out. Yeah. So, okay. Let's, let's, before we give this thing a rating, let's get right into the games that were shown game by game. Great games, everybody. Yeah. Great games being shown off. Just not the showcase I think we all wanted. Yeah. Uh, you want to go uh, game by game, or you want me to do it all? It's fine with me. Yeah, let's do it game by game. Let's let's take a <laughs> a stop, and I I put it in in the show notes where if it's a big PlayStation game or something that needs a little bit of uh, a description, description we have the description here. So let's square up the first uh, game on the PlayStation Showcase. Absolutely, uh, Haven Studio unveiled Fair Games or Fair Game Money Sign. I'm pretty sure it's Fair Games in 2024. <laughs> uh, the team and I are super excited. Is this from Jade on this the blog? This is from Jade. Yes, uh, Jade Raymond, head of Haven Studio. Uh, the team and I are super excited to finally unveil the project we've been working on here at Haven. Our first new IP, Fair Games, is a fresh, modern take on the heist genre. In a nutshell, this is a thrilling, competitive heist game where you join an underground movement to rob the ultra-rich and rebalance the scales. In many ways, I feel like my own experience and the collective experience of our entire team creating new IP and working on captivating multiplayer games has led us here. Fair Games will give you an opportunity to break the rules as a modern-day Robin Hood, a thrill-seeker, or just someone who wants to collect cool loot. Trespass hidden or trespass inside 
forbidden locations around the world, fill your pockets like a kid in a candy store and unravel the nefarious plans of untouchable billionaires. Fair games came from a desire to create a new type of PVP game with emergent sandbox gameplay. We want to deliver a fresh multiplayer experience that rewards creativity and mastery and delivers surprising stories each and every time you play. Every member of our team shares our vision to create welcoming and and inclusive multiplayer experiences that glue communities together. This shared enthusiasm is the driving force behind our heist fantasy. How it really encourages you to work together in crews to plan and execute epic heists in the style and fashion you want. Fair Games will be coming to PS5 and PC, and we hope you are you are as excited about the game as we are for now we are heads down and focused on bringing fair games to life and we will share more as soon as we can i loved all of this trailer i'm gonna be real oh yeah it looked yeah. like an ubisoft joint i'm gonna be real like how like, it looked the, like watchdogs yeah it looked a lot like watchdogs and luckily for them i dig watchdogs absolutely a lot. Same. So everything about this trailer looked cool. It's like semi like futuristic, like they're going up to like Mission Impossible like elevators, like you know, you're fighting guards as well as as it sh- as as it's shown, you know, yeah. people in in the environment as well. Like there's a lot of gadgets and gizmos going on here that it gives me a lot of payday vibes. Yeah. And instead of cops and robbers, it's it's robbers and other robbers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I dug this concept. I really did. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, I did too. Uh, I would, uh, just going back to the showcase as a whole, and it applies here, mm-hmm. something I think would have been better for this showcase mm-hmm. are things like this and Firewalk Later, where we get Jade on screen talking, talking about to us it. about this game. Yeah. I think that would have... description is cool. The, I mean, the concept trailer was cool, but just yeah. like, get us hyped. This is a new thing. We just acquired your studio. Like... <laughs> Tell everybody about how awesome this, the game is. Yeah, this game is and the opportunity to showcase it on yeah, PlayStation for yeah, it to be your favorite. a fair... couple talking heads in there. Yeah, it can't just be just Jim Ryan in there. No. Um, so, again, maybe that's a note for, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. maybe how but these this is things cool. go in the I, future. I am very, very, very excited about trying this one out because high stuff is cool. This also sounds a lot to me as somebody who's never done it before. <laughs> Uh, Destiny Raids, where you have okay. to plan things out with, with a party and then go about your plan kind of thing. Yeah, and the 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 benefit, as it were, would be like, or or the the, the, the thing that makes it different is there's another team in there wanting to do the same exact yes. thing you, you're doing. Which makes yes. it feel like there, there's some Warzone elements to that, uh, where you're trying to get to the same cachet as the other team. Sure. Those are uh-huh. always exciting. Always exciting. So I, I love the idea of this game. I just hate the name. I think it's a bad oh, name. Fair. Yeah. Fair games. But anytime fair I can game. eat the rich, uh, that's fine. Oh, I'm fine. I'm yes, all please. about that life. You know? I'll eat it all up. Yum, yum, yeah. yum. I love it. It's like a couple of billionaires are going to rob him. Like, I don't feel bad for those motherfuckers at all. Let's do it. <laughs> exactly. No, no, they no. ain't going to notice. Let's go raid Jeff's house, you know? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kyle. Uh, talk about the the next three games here on the list. Sure. Uh, then we got uh, New Immortals of Avium trailer uh, from Ascendant Studio and EA uh, out on July twentieth. Uh, this is from the X Sledgehammer crew working on a single player magical first person shooter. And Joe put in Call of Duty with wands, baby. That's right, but it's more like wrist wands. <laughs> yeah. This is. Uh, 
I even said it during the show. I'm like, this seems like a really fun, solid game. It's I don't think it's here to win any awards, but I think it's here to have a really fun time and play with some really interesting ideas that they oh, probably yeah. couldn't when they were making Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, apologies. Uh, New Mortals wasn't up next. Uh, Helldivers 2 was immediately after Fair Games, right? Oh, my apologies. I think that was the second one. Yeah, I think I think you're all right. My my bad again. No, it's okay. Two I'm just seeing if it's so. if it's it is somewhere else in the dock. Yeah. before I go look it up. But. Nope, we got Hell uh, Hell Divers too. Yeah, but back to Immortal since we just brought it up. Yep. Um, I think it looks cool. It looks fun. I think you said it on stream. Looks like a great seven out of ten game, and that's fine by me. Yeah, I'm yeah. way okay with that. And then the next game, which actually had me pretty damn stunned, was Hell Divers. And I'll, yeah. I'll cover that since I missed it in the notes. My apologies. No, um, I, got, I got it on the blog. Oh, go for it. it. Please take it away. Look uh, from a Catherine Baskin, the social media and community manager at Arrowhead Game Studios. Hello, future Helldivers. I'm Catherine, social, uh, her title. And so I'm so excited to tell the world about Helldivers 2, our new cooperative shooter that packs in frantic third-person action against massive enemy mobs. Arrowhead has been quietly but furiously working on a sequel to our much-loved much title, Helldivers. Our vision for the next installment always needed to be bigger, better, and more hellish. What you see in our first trailer will, will we hope, excite you and blow your minds. Along with the trailer, we wanted to give you some details of what you can expect, so let's get you prepared for the fight. Uh, fight for Super Earth. Freedom, peace, managed democracy, your super Earth-born rights, the key pillars of our civilization. These are under attack from deadly alien civilizations conspiring to destroy the super Earth and its values. You'll step into the boots of an elite class of soldiers whose mission is to spread peace, liberty, and manage democracy using the biggest, baddest, and most explosive tools in the galaxy. Team up with up to four friends and wreak havoc on the alien scourge that threatens the safety of your home, Super Earth. The Helldivers must take on the role of galactic, galactic peacekeepers in this galactic war, protect their home planet, spread the message of democracy, and liberate the hostiles by force. A lot of democracy yeah, talk. A lot of it. Well, let's stop right there. So Helldivers 2, it's ditching from what I remember it being more, more isometric. Top down. Yeah, yeah, top down. This one, it seems like it is more of a third person over the shoulder uh shooter and with a squad of your friends this gives me a lot of super trooper vibes but also yeah. it gives me like like just seeing the facial animation on on the marine in the cg trailer like that was that was wild to me and yeah, it, and to see that translated into the game itself um this has me really excited. I don't know about you. Did you play the first Hell Divers? Are you interested? In uh, this? A little bit. I didn't give it a whole lot of um, uh, time, but fair. I always thought it was cool. Yeah, yeah. Right, fair enough. To me, this is a yay. Like I'm giving. Oh, what this I is saw a big here, yay. A big yay. We're getting big this yay. towards the end of the year. This has been also rumored for a very, very long time. It was. I mean, at our predictions, which we'll we'll talk about how who has to do a slideshow uh, yeah. next week. Um, you thought it was going to be Shadow Drop. Yeah. Well, I was surprised that it wasn't. Drop. Yeah. Um, this is also the second game on both PlayStation Studio games that the end title said PS5 and PC. Yeah. So, again, it's not going anywhere, folks. So mm -hmm. get Brace used to it. it. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Kyle. What's the next game we got here? Ghost Runner 2. From 505 Games out this year. One hit kill, hack slash run through each level. First Ghost Runner is so damn cool. Yeah. Um, 
very hard. It's about perfection. It's uh, about perfection. It's yeah. really cool that we're getting a sequel. What I feel like is so quickly, right? I think the first feels game like was... it was just yesterday, but uh, time is whatever. Yeah, time's <laughs> an enigma. I think it's either twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one. Yeah. Uh, either way, that's a it's a really fast turnaround for Ghostwire two, which it looked stunning. Like there's now like vehicle play in it. Like there's a oh, lot yeah. Yeah, yeah, at, yeah. at at play here for Ghost Runner two. So awesome. That was also a yay for me. Yeah, oh, yeah, big yay for me too. Uh, then we got Phantom Blade Zero mm-hmm. from S Game. Uh, I believe this was next year. I think twenty twenty. No date or to no it. year at all. No hmm. year at all. I thought there was a year. Nope. Uh, it's a hack and slash base on Chinese lore. Sixty six days to live, and it looked dope. It really did. This it was sure did. to me outside of Spider Man, probably my biggest pop. I also don't know if it's based on Chinese lore. That was me being yeah, dumb and assuming things. Um that being said though, oh no, yeah, outside of China. There oh, you go. Look, I it's was got right. a blog post too. Yeah, look at me. Uh that being said though, Kyle, I want to know your thoughts on this because to me it gave me a lot of somewhat Sekiro energy of like this game is all about your dodge and your parry ability. Uh really awesome, you know, uh not sword play. I was gonna say gunplay. Really awesome sword play mixed with what I thought was very like Jedi Survivor inspired or Jedi Fallen Order and uh, inspired traversal elements as well. Like there was a good mix up of both, you know, running on walls, jumping on rooftops, diving on enemies, stabbing them in the back, all that type of stuff. Really fast gameplay, really cinematic as well. I'm really into it. What about you? I am. I am too. Um, yeah. I'm just sorry. I'm reading the blog um, of this game. Mm-hmm. Um it seems like it is well. They, it says it's a spiritual rebirth of the original Rainblood. So I guess that was the original game. But here, here's just some some. I won't read the whole thing because it's Please. a lot. But yeah. they refer to the combat as kung fu punk. Okay. Uh, like steampunk with 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 kung fu. Mm-hmm. Um, in Phantom Played Zero, you play as Soul, an elite assassin serving an elusive but powerful organization known simply as the Order. Soul is framed for the murder of the Order's patriarch, gravely injured in the ensuing manhunt, and though his life is saved by a mystic healer, the makeshift cure will only last for 66 days. Now he must fight against powerful foes and inhuman monstrosities, all while seeking out the mastermind before before his time runs out. Mm -hmm. And then it's got, like, influences from... Uh, Louis Cha's Wuxia stories, Bruce Lee films, uh, everything everywhere all at once, and John Wick 4. How? Uh, that is, movie just is... came out, but okay. I know. Or, yeah. They're like, they threw that into the SEO machine. They're like, this will sure. translate. Uh, semi-open world. Yeah. Um, Seems really cool. Yeah, Seems really cool. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, go too long in this, but this was my highlight game for sure. Kyle, yeah, it was up there. What what okay, now your type of game? No, I said it was up there. I oh, was okay. okay. I thought, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just a violent. I'm being very defensive tonight. Kyle, what was the next game on the list here, sir? Sword of the Sea from Giant Squid. Yeah. Uh, the Journey Devs, also from Abzu, The Pathless. I'm missing another one. Journey. Oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> uh, okay, we've making... been streaming for five hours. I get it. Yeah. 
Uh, it's a, it looks like that kind of explorer exploring kind of game that they're known for. Yeah. And you're like, it's like half snowboarding, half skateboarding in the sand. Yeah. It's awesome. It looks. It's like beautiful. a more tranquil Tony Hawk. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm down for the vibe. I'm, I'm down. so down. Yeah. It's very very cool. Yeah. Uh, then we got Talos Principle Two from Crow Team. Yep. Uh, sequel to a great indie puzzler. I've heard great things about the the first puzzle very game. Very great, very great things. So very cool that it's getting some shine here, and also that was out like f- 2021, 2020. Like again, one of those games a quick turnaround. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, one of three Devolver games in this. Yeah, showcase, which was pretty cool. Yeah, again, this also translates a lot of what they were talking about here translates to something we'll be talking about next week where they were talking about their financial quarter and their future that they see as pillars of PlayStation and Devolver actually being the one pillar when it comes to delivering indie content for PlayStation. Mm -hmm. So it's really awesome to see kind of the vision on a, a, you know, a PowerPoint being translated here in front of you. So the vision is clear. But we'll talk more about that vision. So take yeah. away. What's the next uh, game we got here? Uh, Neva from Novada, Nomada Studio, uh, yep. the studio behind Gree. Um, another beautiful, drawn-looking game. Wow. Uh, could not watch trailer <laughs> upon second viewing. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, if you didn't catch it live or didn't see my tweet earlier, we had to put my dog down today. Yeah. So seeing that doggo wolf creature die yeah. uh not great for my <laughs> not great for your emotions today yeah. yeah definitely not uh but it's come on you can't yeah. tell me you don't look at that game and make man that's that's art beautiful <laughs> that's right beautiful. you're like how did yeah. you translate like the literally looks hand-drawn how did how how <laughs> yeah. how exactly that's where i'm like video games are magic and yep. um yeah i i loved i loved this game as well it's very cool yeah. i need to play agree Remember it's nothing stunning. but great things. Yeah, it's a really it's a really beautiful game. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh here comes my least favorite thing ever. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Foam stars away. from Square Enix. We have Splatoon at home, kids. Uh why didn't you like it, Kyle? The trailer the, the CG stuff was f- fine. Upon second viewing. Yeah. Seeing that the gun is called uh, Bubble-O. <laughs> Everything is bubble-themed. Yes. And then when the gameplay, it, it doesn't look like a this-gen game. It didn't it doesn't, look great. It doesn't look fun to me. It it, it does Again, look though, like a... Splatoon also doesn't look fun to me. Well, you're wrong there. But... I know I'm wrong, but I'm just saying personally, it just... Yeah. Eh. Well, Splatoon's a really awesome game because it's a third-person multiplayer shooter that is built on you can eliminate the other team. And, in fact, that's part of the strategy, but it's not the whole thing. It's not reliant on kill-death ratios. It's about just painting one side of the map more than the other team. Yeah. And so what I saw here was very much more of that idea, but instead of paint, it's colored foam, and you get to build mountains of it. So now the other team has to kind of destroy your little creations as you're going around painting the map so mm-hmm. there's a bit more for lack of a better word like built like elevation to it verticality but, yeah verticality to it but you're right this one was um 
the, the square. Thing that, what are we doing? While you while we were watching this live, you're like, oh yeah, that's a move straight out of Splatoon. Yeah. <laughs> oh was, yeah. Oh yeah. You can do that in Splatoon. <laughs> yeah. The, the, I think their basic gun is literally the basic gun that you start off in Splatoon yeah, with. I was like, so oh, I'm right. just like, all right, Square Enix. Yikes. That, this not one the, was a yikes one. Not the additional Square Enix game that I wanted to see today. Yeah, you were really you thought it was going to be Final Fantasy what nine remake? Uh, I w- yeah, I wanted a nine remake. I wanted Rebirth, but alas, yeah. nothing. Here you are. Um, next we get Cat Quest Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh my God, what a title! Yes, Kyle. What a title! Cat Quest games are rad. Okay, I know this is a silly trailer. It doesn't fit the mm-hmm. showcase or what we expect. They're really, really cool action um, kind of RPG kind of games. Fair, fair enough. Like, yeah. would you say like classic, like Zelda inspired? Well, I, I'm not the person to ask oh, that because enough. I don't You're play right. Zelda. Um, I know. You. I'm sorry. It's all right. I'm sorry. Could you talk to me though about Teardown? Because I, other than the the puns, I, I I don't I don't know what Cat Quest is. You know? Yeah, meow. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, Teardown, Tuxedo Labs. Uh, you put in here Fortnite with guns. Yeah. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> uh, so Teardown, talk to me about it because you you seemed like you were no you, you knew a thing or two about this. It's I knew like a, a heist game it. It, where everything's destructible. Yeah, I know it's uh, on PC. Uh, I remember seeing the demo years ago at some showcase. Essentially, you were trying to break in somewhere and steal something and get out before they catch you but literally everything in the world is destructible mm-hmm. uh, like everything it, it, and like you can use that to your advantage or disadvantage and you just kind of have to figure out the best way to go about it i guess okay um it's a very cool concept it's not a me game yeah so it's a nay for me on this one fair enough um, I do want to p- point out Ron Savoy's yeah. comment about Cat Quest because I loved it so much. Uh, Jim Ryan loves Cat Quest. That's why it made it to the showcase. There were a few cat games. <laughs> a lot of cat games. Uh, he's yeah. sensing a theme with Jimbo. He's, he really loves those cats. But I, it's pretty big on PC. People okay. love that game. So Okay, cool. It's cool. cool it's coming to console. Yeah. It looks like, again, Minecraft. And then I'm like, oh, you pulled out a shotgun. All right. Oh, that's and what wackiness you meant. Minecraft with guns. You put Fortnite. That's oh, why I was confused. It's like Oops, Fortnite so already has guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> again, streaming for 18 hours. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kyle. Here's the next one I think we could both agree looks. Was a huge yay. Incredible. Yes. And it hasn't dipped my excitement since we saw it, I think, last year. Yeah. The Plucky Squire from Devolver. Uh, there's another studio there. I just don't remember what it is. Um, it is essentially a storybook that comes to life, like the Mario Odyssey uh, uh, mechanic of the 2D to 3D thing. Yes. And, oh, man, I'm so excited for this. Dude, it looks so great. So, like, when you're playing this in 2D. This is a Kyle-ass game. Dude, and a me-ass game, too. Yeah, like, we're, yeah, this yeah. is where we – Synergy. Uh, this is where we converge. <laughs> but like the 2D aesthetic, like the combat seems like the classic top-down Legend of Zelda. And then when you pop out of the book, it is like a 3D platformer like akin to like a, a, a Zelda yeah. or, yeah. or sorry, a, a Mario or like with the action of a, of the uh, like Link's Awakening. So like it's really, I, I-, I love this. This this. This had me through a loop. Uh, hoop. I, 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 I love the uh, the book aesthetic of it all. Yeah. A- and I, I 
want to give shout out to I always get these letters mixed up. The Cuphead devs. Okay, MDHR. Yeah, for really bringing the aesthetic of making things look like retro things that we love, like yeah. the our, our old storybooks from when we were kids, and, and 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 like Cuphead, obviously the old like cartoons or whatnot. So I love this aesthetic. I cannot wait for this. And it still says 2023, which is good for us for fantasy critic. Oh yeah, you love. I think to it's going to score pretty, pretty well. <laughs> All right, Kyle, I'm digging this. You're digging this. Yeah, this is a game that I felt needed a description because when we saw it in the showcase, uh, we just assumed we we assumed it was just a Breath of the Wild clone. Yeah, this one I is a 2024 game. Okay, take it away. I'm pretty sure it said 2024. Towers of Aghaspa. We'll just say Azkaban. No. It's from Dreamland Incorporated. Uh, The Vibes. An open world builder akin to Breath of the Wild meets Shadow of the Classes. The description. Towers of Aghaspa, where players can build vast settlements and grow sprawling ecosystems on their fantasy island. Express your creativity by developing your island in any way you want while striking a balance between advancing your civilization and maintaining the island's ecosystem. As a young builder returning to your ancestral lands of Aghaspa, I'm pretty sure I said it differently every single time. You are tasked with helping your tribe rebuild their lost civilization. However, the desolate island can barely sustain the people of your tribe. The gods of Aghaspa are wary of the return... You shut it, you. Uh, Wary of the return of humans to the island as well. They fear the destruction of the land that came with the growth of human civilization in the past. To appease Mm. the gods, you must learn to strike a balance between rebuilding your civilization and fostering. I'll do it for you. Azkaban's mystical ecosystem. Maintaining this balance recreate. Maintaining this balance creates a unique dynamic that sets towers apart from other building games. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I beat Ron Savoy and Jadis uh, uh, in chat saying it looks like Tachia meets Star Cloud, which is exciting. That's actually a re- yeah. I actually really Dark like Cloud's that. really good. I like Dark Cloud yeah. a lot. How did you take it though? At, like at first glance, and now reading it here, I'm never a huge fan of building things. Fair, games. fair. So the moment I saw the character like chopping down a tree for materials i'm like oh man it's not for me yeah i like the scale though the scale is really cool like you're jumping off uh, of the uh, of the edge of a mountain or something and there's these giant stingrays flying through the sky like it's visually very cool and i like how the scale of everything but didn't didn't light a fire under my ass <laughs> fair enough yeah it didn't it didn't do much for me here i do want to give them the fair shake though um, by reading the description out and definitely check out the trailer. Maybe I'm just in the minority there. You know what I'm not in the minority of? Ooh, what? Being hyped as for Metal Gear Solid remake. Let's go! What? Yeah, MGS uh, three remake Snake Eater uh, was unveiled next. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. No, TBA. Yeah, no, no date. Not even 2024. Or, or who's doing it, really. Yeah. Um, but the trailer was cool. <laughs> yeah. 
It was a really cool CG trailer of just like seeing, you know, prey, eat, prey, eat, prey. And then as we're going through the jungle after this huge anaconda versus alligator fight, we yep. see who's lurking in the shadows. Big boss himself. Ooh. Snake. Just chilling out, relaxing. I am super excited for this remake, Kyle, because I am not a Metal Gear fan Y'all know we got into Kojima with Death Stranding. So now knowing that this game is going to get the modern facelift, I'm excited for this game. But at the same yeah. exact time, Kyle, we don't know who's really making As of right now, as of recording it, again, two mm -hmm. hours of, of a break to research all the things. I, I have no info on who's developing this outside of Konami. And that is the thing that does concern me a bit how about you it, uh, it does scare me a little bit too uh like joe said don't have a huge history with Metal Gear Solid. i played a little bit of them here and there i'm sorry for that one commenter who said i shouldn't be talking about metal gear solid but you <laughs> too know, bad whatever yeah. suck it um it looks again i'm saying it looks cool it's a cg trailer but we'll talk about the vibes it. are cool the vibes are cool the vibes yeah. that we're getting are cool i don't want to the thing is, I don't want to constantly trash on CG trailers because they often give us the no. sense and the vibe of. But when yes. there's too many of them, that I can is where my where feelings the come is. from. Fair. Exactly. Fair. Um, also, apparently, it's called Metal Gear Solid Delta. The triangle is pronounced Delta. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Look at that. Maybe you have no right to talk about Metal Gear here. But the cool thing, Kyle, is the ma uh, the Master Collection. I was going to say the Master Chief Collection. I know. <laughs> The Master Collection oh, Volume no. 1. Oh, damn. Volume 1 coming in autumn of 2023. That comes with MGS 1, 2, and 3 uh, in their current form. So not remakes or remastered. They're just ports from probably the PS3 collection. Uh, Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry, chat. Apparently, YouTube ran ads anyway. Oh, there you uh, go. So we got we to gotta figure that out yeah. next week. Sorry, guys. Um. Cool. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the master collection is cool. I mean, I was just so frazzled. Uh, the master collection is cool. Uh, interesting that it only says volume one. Mm -hmm. um, and also, what I was alluding to earlier before we went live, we were trying to get everything. Konami put a picture with this, and um, in the bottom corner, it said, "You know, volume." Oh, here it is. Uh, list of games, Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid 2, Metal Gear Solid 3, plus, question mark? Stay tuned for more information. Oh, interesting. Do you so think I that don't means... know what that... You mean, I don't know. Maybe that's Metal Gear Solid 4? No. No? I think, four, I think that's a selling point, if that is a hidden thing. Maybe the smaller ones, like, like, um, like Metal Gear Acid... Okay. Or, or my brother loved that game. Yeah, that's why I've heard, yeah I've heard people love these things. Yeah, I don't think Peace Walker would be a additional thing that I think that's big enough to have its own kind of thing. Fair enough. But but cool that we'll learn more hopefully soon. Yeah, just Konami being Konami again. Just Konami being Konami. All right, Kyle. What's the next thing on the list? Uh, we got a really red Final Fantasy 16 trailer, but no demo. Which None. is a bummer because we all thought we were getting one. Yeah, bit of a bummer. Bit of summer a bummer. game fest, I guess. I guess that's because we're we're we're, uh, we're less close. than a month away now. 
Yeah. So like we've heard that the there's a demo and progress carries over. When are you going to drop it? When are you going to drop it? I thought this would be a great time to do it, but it really would have. All right. Fair enough. We're all on board for it. I'm excited yep. about it. You're excited about it. Yep. But it is Audio more listeners. Final Fantasy 16. Enjoy the interview with uh, Ben Starr. Yeah. Uh, video watchers and people watching live, you'll catch that video later this week. Yeah. It'll be fun. going to be exciting. That said, you know what had me uh, excited? Oh, yeah. Go for it. Alan Wake 2 from mm-hmm. Remedy. Uh, what? Shout out to the horror vibes this year in 2023. Yeah. Horror games are killing them. Killing it this year. This game looks amazing. It really does, and I'm very excited. Yeah. Very, very excited. Yeah. However, I'm not so excited with how I'm going to be able to play this game. Tell me. Because uh, breaking news, Remedy said, you know what? We're not doing physical at all. It's going to be a digital-only release, uh, $49.99, so? which is cool. Price is great. Price is Digital-wise, great. Digital-wise, how dare you? <laughs> but still, I mean, you're cutting out the middleman. They're saying, hey, listen, because we don't have to print any of these bad boys, we're saving 10 bucks. We're going to push those savings onto you. I think that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, no, the, the sentiments behind it are cool. Selfishly, physical right. media person, I want that box. You're just realizing it's dying on you. Yeah, yeah, just another. I mean, the the fact that collector's edition don't come with discs anymore. I mean, which is <laughs> stupid in and of itself. But I know it's coming eventually. This seems like it's going to be the first major domino to fall. Yeah, similar to like seventy dollars games. So I'm wondering if this starts a new trend of other studios and publishers to only do digital only things. Yeah. That's and that's I'm, a good point. I don't know if I'm ready for it yet. Fair enough. Fair enough. I know. No. Uh, speaking of like walking into GameStops, it's sadder than usual. We walked in. Oh my god, Best Buy's too. Best Buy, it's real sad. Like we walked Especially into from a, one. A movie person. Best yeah. the movies at my Best Buy are literally literally one tiny part of the wall all the way in the back. Yeah. It used to be rows and rows, and now it's just they're all gone. Dude, we walked into a Best Buy just to go amiibo hunting, which now they just don't exist anymore. Yeah. My brother and I, we walked in, and there's it was a row, like it was so really sad. sad. Yeah, I know it's reminding me that I'm getting old. But that said, I love buying games in my underwear at the safety of my house. So you know what? <laughs> it's a give and take. Here's the thing. Listen, preloading is pretty cool. It's pretty I'm darn not awesome. Lie. Preloading yeah. is pretty cool. But Alan Wake Two, very interesting. You're not just oh. playing Alan. Yes, at least from the trailer alludes yeah. to. Don't know how much of that game is that. Um, also, uh, October 17th. 17th? Yep. Yeah, of yeah. this year. So, sweet. Sweet. Looks great. Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the week before Alan Wake. Oh, my God. So many games. We get Assassin's Creed Mirage, which is the next game shown off mm-hmm. from Ubi. Shocked that it's here and not at Ubisoft Forward. Very shocked. And I said it on stream and I'll repeat it here. A lot of this showcase really represents what PlayStation's strategy is, is we're going to be in your mind. We're going to oh, win yeah. the mind share. We're going to make deals with anybody that's everybody. We're going to shake some hands, kiss some babies, yeah. 
we're, we're going to be, you know, you're going to see us on Assassin's Creed covers at the moment, Call of Duty covers. You're going to see us strike deals to put like, you know, get the advertising for Metal Gear. You're going to see us strike deals to get the advertising for our holiday games like Alan Wake. Like they are, they're here to, to be everywhere in front of you. Yeah. So it's very not, interesting. Not to, to mention see. like, yeah, you'll be watching a, a sporting game on ESPN or something, and yep. then you're going to get a commercial. It's going to be for Assassin's Creed, and it's going to have the PlayStation branding, and everyone's going to be like, oh, that game's only on PlayStation yeah. because they're watching the, the commercial for it. It's what happened with Hogwarts. Yep. It's, it, it happens uh, all the time where people think of a game and tie it with a system, even though it's everywhere. And the benefit for us, at least from what we've experienced so far, um, Jedi Survivor has good haptics uh hogwarts legacy has fantastic haptics so like you're gonna get some special features some special bells and whistles just by being a playstation fan and playing these on playstation so to me i'm like this is a a plus that i don't feel like we see in the moment uh because we're upset that we didn't see like a ghost of tsushima 2 here you know sure also, Savoy points out in chat that lords of the fallen is also out on october 13th okay there you go so what a week right there. Eating, eating well, Jeez. October October needs to relax already. Slow down. Yeah. All right, Kyle. Let's talk about the next stories on the list here. From Finji and the Glory Society comes Revenant Hill. The year is 1919. After the barn, he was living in Burns Down. Twigs, Twigs the cat takes up residence in a wet log near an abandoned graveyard. When the owl from the next hill over starts demanding rent, Twigs must find a way to make ends meet and things just get more complicated from there. Grow crops to sell at the secret market or use for your own purposes. Put down roots, run through the fields and and the trees, watch the seasons pass, make friends who become neighbors, who become family. Also make enemies. That's unavoidable sometimes. Figure out what the ghosts want. Host increasingly ambitious parties for witches and demons and other things that don't have proper names. Get tangled up in a world in the midst of violent change. Build a community by accident. Square dance with a, poss- with a possum. Eat mice. Cute, whimsical game, but it's just yeah. not me. It looks like uh, Night in the Woods. Yeah. Um, artistically and graphically. Uh, that game's never been my jam. This right. might also not be my jam. I feel like the but, next three games are the lull point of this show. For us. Sure. For us. I need to preface because one of them, they're like, are you high and out of your mind? But this was a pass for me as well. Yeah. yeah. Eh, and it's okay. Finji is, is huge on the indie scene. Sure. And again, love that they're getting a, a, a spotlight yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, this was followed by Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Grand Blue Fantasy Relink is an action RPG where some of the most thrilling combat unfolds during co-op mode, during which up to four players engage in quests and battles together. The game's newest trailer showcases just one way in which characters with different skills and weapons can synergize. In Relink, every enemy and party formation has its own strengths and weaknesses. The key to victory lies in working out how these pieces fit together. This game and the the game that's upcoming look very similar. They gave me both anime Genshin vibes, and that's just not what I I, I yearn for. I did not know. Yeah. Oh wait, I'm just now thinking that I had the two franchises mixed up. Uh oh. I thought Grand Blue was that fighting franchise. That's what I thought too for a quick. But second. it's Blaze Blue. It's Blaze Blue. The fighting. Yep. That's where. Wires the were crossed, synapses, my friends. which we'll get to later, yeah. were not firing correctly. Um, 
I think I think it looks fine. Okay. Probably something I'm not going to play. Fair. It looks fine. Fair enough. Fair enough. A game that I'm so I feel so bad for. Same. <laughs> Street Fighter Six out next week, June second, from Capcom. Cool. Uh, we're not fighting. Guys. I'm ha- happy for y'all, but exactly. You must be real sorry. Mortal Kombat trailer just dropped because <laughs> I was a week stellar. Ago. Like, let's be real. That, that yeah. <laughs> I, I will buy that game only to find out I am absolutely dog crap and I can't play it at all. Uh, yeah. Street Fighter. Listen, much respect. I hear nothing but great things about it. Um, so it just comes down to I'm not a fighting game, and the art style doesn't, you know, yep. throw me as much as Mortal Kombat does. Agreed. Just simple as that. Yeah. Uh, then comes uh, Tower Fantasy from Perfect World Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, are, are these the vibes from you, Joe? Yep, the vibes oh, are okay. from me. Yeah, I'm Joe sorry, vibes. Let you know. uh, the free-to-play mobile game coming to console. Doesn't mean it's bad, by the way. Yep. According to Joe. Right. Uh, in Tower Fantasy, exploration and adventure reign supreme, and we've crafted a massive open world that is waiting for you to dive in. We can customize your own character and begin your journey as a wanderer in the verdant wastelands of Asperia. And or but this is just the start. Beyond lies Vera, a radically different world compromising a sprawling desert, a cyberpunk metropolis and a breathtakingly deep underwater realm known as the Grand Sea. Have fun with that. I hope you all have fun. I got. thought it looked cool. It reminded me of the is this the Nino Kuni one? Perhaps. I thought it looked like it. Yeah. Um it looks it looks cool. All right. Probably won't play it. I think it's Perfect World doesn't do Genshin, right? Or is this from the same studio? Actually, yes. I'm pretty sure it does. I, I will double check as you need the next one. Yeah. Yeah, because I if it's like one of those, I'm out. <laughs> I just don't it, like it. It definitely is. Because I used to do PR for this one. Okay. Yeah. Um then came uh revealing Ultros from Hadok. Uh, an indie title in the year of 2024. Um, Joe vibes, Hollow Knight meets Metroid. And I got those same vibes. Uh, it's an exploration adventure style game grounded in sci-fi layered in mystery with deep lore and meta themes. Hmm. Players will want to explore every nook and cranny of the game to understand and share information of what the truth really is. The opening of the game ex- exemplifies mystery. Our protagonist, Ouija, wakes up after seemingly crashing her ship on a giant cosmic sarcophagus, carrying an ancient evil entity known as Ultras. We've all been there, right? Caught in- <laughs> That's written, by the way. It's not me. Yeah. Caught in the eternal loop of a black hole, anyone unlikely enough to be trapped in the sarcophagus will have their psych- psyche undergo scrutinizing attacks. Ouija feels the need to venture across the time loops and break this eternal cycle. This loop-based gameplay mechanic means that across multiple runs, you'll uncover secrets at every turn, all whilst unlocking different abilities on a branching skill tree. This means you can cater to your preferred playstyle and impact the environment across different loops. Uh, yes, please. Yes, please. And I, I, anything we say about this game does not do it justice. No. Go check out this trailer. It looks incredibly unique i am 100 if you like colors game. like me watch this trailer <laughs> big fan of colors go watch big Revealing fan of Ultras. colors yeah it's really 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 cool looking yeah then we get dragon's dogma 2 from mm-hmm. capcom 2024 joe vibes looks great looks great <laughs> the first title in the dragon's 
Dragon's Dogma series initially launched in 2012. It gained popularity as a one-of-a-kind action RPG thanks to its polished action and combat, as well as unique system that made the player feel as it as if accompanied by others through pawns, mysterious otherworldly beings. Dragon's Dogma 2 follows in the in its footsteps, elevating these elements further to create a truly immersive fantasy world for your adventures ahead. Ooh, we. This game looks great. This game looks like a ton of fun. Dragon's Dogma is, there's such like a, it's like a cult classic almost. Like the people that have played this game, because it was super, super niche back in the day. Like it did not hit as well as I think Capcom would have hoped. So it's surprising that it's gotten a sequel this later on in its life. But like seeing Capcom try again with the series because they know it's beloved and knowing that it may find a footing here is really cool to see this 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 game looks great it just looks yeah. great yeah sweet um oh. and then d- was this first one officially confirmed for psvr2 because they didn't have it as part of the yes trailer. it is confirmed for ps weird that 2. they didn't the next game we're talking about yeah I, yeah not dragon's talking about two it's weird how that wasn't on the trailer at all. Very strange. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but PSVR 2 time. Uh, it started out with Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted 2, which is uh, PSVR 2, which has been confirmed after the fact. There you go. I mean, we could have we could have assumed so. Yeah, first person's perspective, but yeah. we were just stuck in an ele- elevator for like yeah. a minute. So happy for your five you five nights fans, yep. but just not for us. Mm-mm. But let me tell you something about this segment. This is where things get really exciting for me. Sure. Like, this is actually, this is where the showcase actually really starts to ramp up. And me enjoying pretty much every other game that comes comes out here. Agree. Yeah. Uh, Followed by Arizona Sunshine 2, Vertigo Games, 2023. I'll let you read the vibes for this one. All right, guys. My vibes for this game is, this game is funny as f***. All right, it's it has vibes of Saints Row meets Fred meets zombies. <laughs> you might be saying, "Who's Fred?" Fred is the name of the zombies in this game because the protagonist has just named every zombie Fred. <laughs> it's that type of game. Yeah. I am so in. I've never played the first Arizona Sunshine. I only heard really good things about it, so this makes me actually want to go back. And try the first game. I, I, I loved what I saw here. Yeah, it looked yeah. like a fun time. Yeah, real fun time. I'm all about it. What Followed about this next game, Kyle? Resident Evil 4 VR mode. Yeah, that's right. I, too scary for me. <laughs> Looks cool. Stunned that we got the same kind of ending as the original announcement of VR is now officially in development. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> it's uh, it is what it is, but I'm excited for this game. Seeing you're the, crazy, <laughs> dude. Just seeing you with the gun, blocking with like it's the same mechanics you're using in the in RE4, the same ones we love, like parrying with the knife. You're doing it. You're raising it up to block like the chainsaw guy. You're putting both hands on the blade so he doesn't cut your goddamn head off. Like that is awesome. No, thank you. All right, fair enough. I, I can't I can't imagine going up with some of those enemies later in the game yeah. in VR. Okay. No, no, okay. no, no. And how how quickly are you gonna have to like? Actually, now that you say I'm gonna fight turn, regenerators and yes, first person. Yeah, and also like 
how quickly you are overwhelmed in the remake. Yeah. Are you going to be constantly looking around and having to turn and whatnot? Like, it'd be interesting how they do that for VR because I I haven't played any of the RE stuff in VR. So I don't know if that is the case where you are turning a whole lot. And I wonder if that is like uh, uh, motion sickness central for a lot of people. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll only only time will tell here. No, yeah. no date on this game, though. No date. I love Dewani Raksha in chat. Was it 12 months for Resident Evil Village from flat to VR? <laughs> I think so. I like from flat to but VR. But yeah, I think yeah. I think that's the right time frame. Yeah. yeah. All right, Kyle. Uh, let's let's get this next one out of the way. Don't show uh, this is me. This is not the, the whatever. Uh, don't show Firewall Ultra. Right. Don't show that. We'd no, hate no, no. to see something that looks really great. No, no, no. no. Yeah, Crossfire Sierra Squad. VR from Smilegate. All right. Listen, after the reviews of cr- the flat version of Crossfire, I am not. I am not in for this. This it this just, didn't spark hope in me either. So, Firewall is just there. Why didn't we just see Firewall? Yeah, they're afraid. That's why. Ah, boy. I know. Um, I know. But then we got a Beat Saber Shadow Drop, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and this info is cur- oh with a Queen music uh, pack. Yes. Um, out today. Um, this is courtesy of uh, Wario. Uh, tweeted out, Beat Saber for PSVR 2 is up on on PSN uh, for $29.99. Cross buy slash free if you already own the PSVR 1 version. Very very cool which i do so i'm very excited i don't have to spend money yeah and i and i think that was a a one big concern for a lot of folks of just like yep if this isn't backwards compatible Mm -hmm. we have problems so looking like it's a free upgrade way that's such a huge win so i think this could actually get more people into the vr train simply because now you don't have to worry about hey is my lincoln park track staying or going it's gonna stay with you so awesome I'm yep. I'm downloading this ASAP. I'm playing it tomorrow. Absolutely. Yep. All right. Next uh, one, Kyle. And then the final VR game, uh, Synapse from End Dreams. Synapse takes place on the eve of a devastating global attack, masterminded by the nefarious Colonel Peter Conrad. Once a respected black ops leader, the Colonel has since gone rogue and become a notorious enemy of the state whose twisted thinking has reached dangerous new levels as he reemerges onto the world stage threatening Armageddon. That's where you come in. You play as a highly trained operative, uniquely equipped to extract the information needed to stop the attack. After activating a scanner connected to the kernel, you're transported into the neurosynaptic relay, a gateway within the kernel's mind. Okay, this this is Inception. And I dig it. This is a really really cool looking sci-fi not science well it is science fiction but it's like it's like you it's like control vibes y'all like this looks like a ton of fun uh, end dreams makes some terrific vr titles so synapse is a day otherwise? one for me uh they made the far cry vr game and then there is an awesome uh sledding vr game that they made where you're shooting and mm. stuff Oh, it's, 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 I'm blanking on it now, but this, this game I'm, I'm really excited for. Yeah. Sure. Um, also for, uh, people in chat that were talking about the music pack, not for Beat Saber, not 
um, actually containing music from Queen. It is uh, 11 iconic songs uh, from the rock band Queen. Ooh, we. And it's it. uh, the pack is for fourteen or thirteen ninety nine. So fourteen. Okay, bucks. so the the pack isn't is the thing that they're gonna try to get you get you on. Yeah. So Fair if enough. you want the queen stuff, you're gonna have to pony up fourteen bucks. Um. Yeah. It's queen. Yeah. It's que- yeah. Duh. Yeah. That is actually now thinking about it. How could we think it's free? It's literally it's queen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But going back to synapse, I think this looks really cool. Yeah. Um, it reminds me a lot of uh of Jesse's powers and control. Yes. Where you're picking things up and throwing them and still have this really cool weapon in the other hand. I'm very excited. I don't do a lot of shooters in VR or any kind of shooting in VR other than pistol whip. But like. Yeah. Fract was the game that I was thinking of uh, okay. that they did. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Kyle, this is part of the, 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 the podcast yeah, yeah, that I'm going to take it. control of. Yes, please. Not because you're not doing a great job. You're doing fantastic. I'm not doing that great. Oh, my gosh. Please have some confidence. Jeez Louise. Uh, it's that because was a joke. Relax. I've written this in Joe language. Yes, you have. Absolutely have. And I'm going to let you talk about it because you called it and I didn't even know what the hell this is. Yeah. After, like, the first image I called it. We now know Bungie's next game after Destiny. It is Marathon. This is awesome. Marathon is Bungie's first game. Put an asterisk on that. Um, Marathon is, back in the day, Apple needed a game that could compete with Doom because Doom was taking over the world and Doom was you know, synonymous with Windows, right? Like Bill Gates had it on stage. And so Steve Jobs, in a panic, said, we need a Doom. And Bungie answered the call with Marathon. Now, this Marathon, it looks like it's changing up uh, the art style a bit, but again, I can still see by the planet and the structure that's collided into it. Um, it's You can still see it's Marathon. Uh, at the same exact time, it seems like there's a multiplayer uh, component to it. This is another CG trailer, but we got the vibes to this is another multiplayer shooter by Bungie. PvP uh, is PvP. The, what I've heard. Yeah, so awesome. This gets me really excited. Next, after that. Uh, really yeah, quickly, huh? in the blog post about Marathon. Um, oh, let me see who's Real quick, because we're going really this. late. Brian, uh, the editorial lead of Bungie, says the next time you see Marathon, you're going to see gameplay, and it'll be much closer to launch. Oh, so wow. It's probably going to go away for a bit, but the next time we see it, we're going to see gameplay and everything. Awesome. Can't wait. Yep. Then we get Concord by Firewalk Studios. This is the CG trailer you had complaints about. And I can't blame you here, Kyle, because this is from what we saw. We saw a spaceship. It's flying in space. Yep. Give me mm-hmm. Guardians vibes as it's like and traveling through. Yeah, the vibes are great. Yeah, vibe check, loving just it. Just like we're not fighting on that ship. We're just looking at things on the ship. And it's yeah. kind of giving me What's this 80s sci-fi inspired like art piece. I, or not art piece, but like, yeah, period piece. I, I, I dig it. I really dig it. It's like yeah. what the 80s would think the future was like. You know, it's like if, Back to the Future where it's like uh-huh. 20 years into the future, everybody's got flying cars <laughs> in 2020. <Yeah. laughs> if, if any uh, thing that was shown off needed a talking head after it, it's this one. Yeah. We can't. Again, I think there's mistakes to this showcase that PlayStation is 
I think, furiously taken out on. Yeah. Then we get Destiny 2, The Final Shape. Learn more on August 22nd. Uh, The big reveal here is that Cade is back. Cade supposedly died in one of the DLCs. I'm totally blanking on the name. Um, And he's back. And he doesn't even know how. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see this. I'm honestly, I think maybe it's just the cool like warlock pieces that we're getting, you know, inspired by PlayStation Studios. PlayStation theme stuff. Yeah. Um, that's getting me here, but I th- I think this is the the final push to get me into Destiny too. And the, yeah. yeah, it's cool, and I love that. Even as uh, I've been out of Destiny for so long, I still know the story beats because of the trailers. I'm like, oh, that's he's supposed to be dead. That's, that's Nathan <laughs> Yeah, and it is what? Nathan Fillion's voice. Yeah. They got him back. Yeah. God bless. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Okay. It's not one of your games. All right. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, this is a video game showcase. But I get it. I get it. I get it. It is a video game. Transmedia. Mm-hmm. Gran Turismo trailer. The same trailer we've seen. Yeah. Um, I kid you not. <laughs> I... If you're going to show... A movie or something of this thing give us a a longer twisted metal trailer yes i would have rather that than the same gran turismo trailer we've seen a whole bunch and i mean the show's out in like a month so like you would think yeah i don't know a big swing and a miss here uh and listen we're in the minority here because everybody else around me goes gran turismo trailer looks good oh I, yeah i think it looks, it's gonna be fine i think it looks awful uh. But just me, just me. Okay. Now here's where I get a little excited about stupid things that I shouldn't get excited about. I get it. <laughs> Earbuds. That's right. Jim Ryan's like coming out on stage. What up, y'all? We got new accessories. Here's the ticket. All right. Shout out to to one of the fine people in chat that mentioned this on the pre-show. Project Leonardo has a name now. It's now called the access uh, the the access controller. Mm. So, like, it, it's an official product now. It's out of the project stage. Really awesome to have a moment here uh, to showcase it. And I think by not showcasing the accessibility controller from them, is and a only huge... having it in the montage at the end. Yeah, it's a huge disservice. A huge yep. disservice. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a I, I didn't like that. I'm like, come on. Come on yep, now. Agreed. That said, they got earbuds, lossless audio coming out soon. No date. Could hook up right to your uh, your iPhone, your Android device. Great. I'm excited by this because I hate having to wear headphones uh, because I'm getting an indent in my hair. It's been it's been <laughs> there. And now I yeah. feel like it's in my skull now. So I really want earbuds. Uh-huh. This is uh this is actually a day one purchase for me. Excited. Oh damn it. YouTube just put in ads again. That's fine. And then Project Q, the streaming tablet device. Kyle. Yeah. Let's talk about Project Q for just a second and talk about how inspired the shape is of this device. Take it away. It's Vita 2. (laughs) (laughs) It it looks, yeah, you essentially take a dual sense. You stretch it real hard. Yep. You take out the touchpad, 
you put in a really nice looking OLED screen. I don't oh, know. It's, if it's LCD. OLED. It's LCD. LCD. Yeah. Put an bom, LCD bom. screen like a switch without the Joy-Cons yeah. attached in between. Put the two sides of the dual sense back together. Actually, better yet. <laughs> Let's play around with this. Saw a dual sense controller in half. Yes. Take a Nintendo Switch screen. Place it in the middle and put both ends of the DualShock on the ends of those screens. That's the 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 what is it? Project Q device, yeah. which you'll hear about later this year more or more about later this year. They said. I'm gonna be real with you, Kyle. <laughs> I huh? get it. This is a streaming device. Oh, let's look up to the internet. <laughs> Come cry me a river. I thought this thing looks cool. It does. I look can't cool. wait to have all the features of a DualSense. Yeah. And be able to play it wherever. Mm-hmm. Like I know, I, I know. I said live, like, yeah, I'd go upstairs in my room and play it in my bed, like I would a Switch or something. Is exciting. What has me even more excited is I have a hammock outside. Yes, I'm just gonna bring that outside and lay in a hammock and play some PlayStation Five games and yeah. not feel like I'm missing out because I don't have the Dual Sense in my hand. Mm-hmm. And like. I've seen some people going, it's not OLED. Yeah, you don't need it. It's a streaming device. We're not here streaming this game in 4K. We're probably streaming it at 720 max 1080. <laughs> so, like, to me, this is actually a perfect little device for, yeah, like, a second screen when I'm, like, wanting to just chill on the couch or even when I'm out on work on my lunch break, just plug into the Wi-Fi and have fun. And PlayStation's, PlayStation's like, we've heard gamers need to touch grass. Well, bring this outside with you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this gives you an, uh, a reason. And from what Jim Ryan has stated about, you know, cloud in the future of, of PlayStation's portfolio in the coming months, I'm really interested in this device of what what's in store for us in terms of streaming actual PlayStation 5 games, not having to do the remote play garbage and actually have some type of uh, comparable service. Mm-hmm. That That's what gets me excited here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was cool. All right, Kyle. Let's just, let's just dive right into it. The yeah. one more thing. That wasn't really the one more thing. The only thing no. that any of our predictions, anyone's predictions got right besides metal gear being here yep spider-man 2 on playstation 5 boy made by insomniac games we all know they're wizards and let me let me read you this description ready yeah go for it we start in the jungle guys wandering around he looks tough he Mm -hmm. looks menacing but all of a sudden he gets predated we think this man is craven the hunter yep nay Craven the Hunter was hunting him. Yeah. He is sick of all this loser game. He wants to find the ultimate hunt. Because he thought hunting humans was going to be the ultimate hunt. Nay, not enough. Now, they share him a screen of all the metahumans in New York City. And we see a whole bunch of familiar faces like Taskmaster, Black Cat, Miles Morales, Peter Parker. Tombstone. Tombstone. was in there. A few others. Yeah. Craven has a new hunting ground. Yep. Meanwhile, cut. We're Six out of the later. jungle. Six months later. Where are we? We're Queens. at. We're, we're in Queens. Yeah. At May's house. Mm-hmm. And or what we're assuming is May's house. And Peter assume? gets yeah. jettisoned out of the basement and he is fighting a whole bunch of. Of soldier dudes as he's chasing after who else but the lizard. But here's the thing, y'all. Here's the thing that's different about Peter this time around. 
there's no reveal of the black suit in this game. You're not going to get that. You're just starting. They just literally give you Peter in the black symbiote suit. How do you feel about that, Kyle? They said this isn't the surprise you think it is. We're just we're just going to show you in the game the first gameplay you see Peter in the black suit. I don't think I still think that's going to happen way later in the real game. Oh yeah. I think this was just for a trailer, similar to how like when the first game was shown off, we saw the Raft Prison escape. That didn't happen right away. There True. was a lot that happened beforehand. So I still think there's going to be a build up to the symbiote, symbiote, and and attaching Peter. Yeah. It's very cool. I loved it. Why am I feeling if there's a butt here? I'm one of these people did not want to see him in the black suit in the trailer. Oh, too bad. So I, sad. I wish it was a little bit of a surprise because I feel like they're giving. They gave away a lot in that story that I was hoping to be excited about and surprised about in the moment. Well, that's like, why to me, this is just leading up to Miles versus Peter in the game. And I think they, 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 they lead it to a very interesting situation where Miles is kind of talking with Genki here of like, Peter's acting weird. This yeah. is not where, what he normally acts like. This is yep. this is not the Peter I know. Yeah. And um, it is leading to, like, Miles may be the one that has to step in front of Peter and say, enough is enough, take off that mm. suit. You don't need it. <laughs> He's about to Han Solo him, you uh, know? Really cool thing that yeah. we picked up on is, um, in the combat specifically, they kind of took away the gadget wheel. Yeah. And now... All your powers and stuff are tied to L1R1. Mm -hmm. You just hold it down and then the face button. So I'm assuming the arrows for L1 and then the, the symbols with R1. Yeah. And yep. maybe you're going to switch them out and like your Spidey will have access to different gadgets than I would. Right. Um, which I is think... cool. I like that. It's a very clean. Yeah, a very clean UI. No more pausing the, the combat to pick a gadget, whatever. It's yeah. just like you're in the moment. It seems like it's going to be really fast. Just bam, yes. switch to a gadget gizmo. Yep. And then it also lends to what we see here. So Peter's in the black suit, and his play style is way more aggressive. It's much more, and I know this sounds stupid when you say it, but bear with me here, violent. Like, it's, mm -hmm. he doesn't care about... The fact that he's hurting these people, or he could kill them. Uh, you're seeing the Pretty tendrils. Sure he spiked some woman into the ground. Oh, with the tendrils. <laughs> he, he spiked five people in the ground. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, uh, the tendril play is, you know, it's going to get a lot of freaks out there excited. Oh, but boy, just saying tendril play. I know. <laughs> we got to age gate the show even more now. You're right. Let me, let me bleep that out. <laughs> tendril play. Uh, <laughs> I still heard it. Oh, damn. Maybe my box here is broken. Mm. Oh, play. You still there heard you it? There you nope, go. There you go. Sounded worse? Yes, very much so. <laughs> the fact <laughs> you saying my box is broken made it way worse. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. My Go XLR box that makes <laughs> powers up my microphone is broken. Um, aye, aye, aye. This was, this was the, his play style. It seems like it's more also like ground based. Like we're not seeing him jump in the air and juggle people as much. So it's mm -hmm. it's a very in your face type of type of play style. I, I I really dug it. I love how to block incoming projectiles, 
he like moves the suit out of his arms to create like a I don't want to say it tendril like oh, shield. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, just, very cool looking. Yeah, and just for the audio listeners, I don't know why there's a pack of dogs outside fighting each I, other. I saw a little bit or heard of it. Yeah, very loud. Very loud. So apparently my neighbor's dogs can bark, but if mine just does, God forbid. Okay, Hopefully. Kyle. <laughs> a little background into the feud we have with my neighbor. Um, let's go back to now Miles. So all of a sudden, Peter's like, okay, Lizard is somewhere else. I can't get to him in time. Miles, you're up. And you're 100%, 10% right, Kyle. It is a GTA 4 style transition from Peter five. to, sorry, what did I say? Oh, yeah, five. Peter point. to Miles. Miles is just doing his own thing. He's texting on a rooftop. He's like, all right, I'm on it. Just web blasts his way from like two antennas, just swings out of the way, right, into the metropolitan area. And uh, man, is New York beautiful and bigger, and you are way faster. And now yeah, it's not just... That's, it's zip- Miles in Harlem. Yeah. He's not just thwipping around. He's got a wingsuit. He's just gliding on through. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Paying homage to the classic suits that have the little wingsuits. Mm -hmm. I love it. I hope that this moment of switching between Spidey's isn't just mission based. Mm -hmm. Probably is. Yeah. Uh, I would love to just switch on the fly. Um, Still super cool. Instead of there always being at the same mission together. Fair enough. I like covering more ground with them in different locations. Cool. All right. Now we get to Miles and he's doing some sneaking around. He's walking around. He's walking on walls like a web crawler would. Uh now here's the thing with Spider-Man games, right? Or the spider the two Spider-Man game that we've played so far. Yep. The one thing that I think is often the complaint is like the stealth portions is very much like Arkham, where you're sitting from pillar to pillar and you're just waiting for people to path by you and then to thwip them and beat the crap out of them. Yep. Very different here. Now you're actually able to create your own lanes. So you're actually able to connect, you know, a little pathway with your web shooter um, to go and nab enemies. So you're actually could move around and sneak past people faster and quicker. I really dug that mechanic a lot. That was one thing that a lot of people were, were now really excited by was just like, we yeah. don't have to wait on a perch. And, you know, waste like 30 seconds. Now we can actually actively kind of go there, which I liked yeah. a lot. It, ma- it makes the stealth uh, sections way more creative, uh, yes. how you solve things, which I really, really like. Yeah. Takedown animations, of course, are amazing. Oh my and Miles plays a bit different as Ooh, than Peter wee. here. Yeah. You know, if Peter is now about brute force, Miles is about fluidity. He's about speed. He's about electricity. And all of his powers, it seems like, as from what we've seen so far, play into that. And that, yeah. awesome to see. Miles really dispatches all these guys fairly quickly. And there's even one portion where, you know, we saw Miles, or sorry, Peter take down four people by, you know, sh- via tendril play. Sorry, <laughs> I couldn't bleep it out. And yeah, it was really brutal. Right, like he's bashing these people on the floor. Miles, it's just a quick, you know, I'm just gonna tase you all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Looked awesome. Looked also awesome. love the aesthetic differences between the two. Yes, like you pointed it out, the the Miles has very much Spider Verse neon aesthetics to like counter buttons and yep. and and, and uh, his health bar I think is like a pixelated heart or something yep. like that. Like, 
I love them making them even more distinct, and it's not just like the same health bar for both and, and yeah. whatnot. They they don't seem like they're clones of each other. They do feel no. like they are different characters. These are yes. two different Spider-Men, which I really yes. like. Uh, and then we get a chase scene, and Kyle, you're going to be really proud of me. I think. I think you're going to oh, be real proud. Okay. Of me. All right. Because this ch- chase scene was a little bit reminiscent to me of Infamous 2's opening scene. Ooh, where like there's a lot of chaos on this pier and you're trying to save as many people as you can it gave me that similar feeling of chaos as you're you know just zipping through uh the hudson river and you're chasing after the lizard while you're also chasing after craven while craven's also chasing after you like it was chaotic but you're still seeing how miles and peter are such an effective team together with those mm-hmm. team-based like wombo combos, especially at the end, um, I can't even describe you what happened here. Well, it, I'm it going, was just uh, there's, magic. There's a part of this chase scene where I'm going to bring another PlayStation game from a different studio. Yeah, that remind me a whole lot of the Uncharted Four chase sequence of yeah. hopping between bikes and the jeeps going through the town, and, and then Nate. Uh, um, having to to he's like hanging on a rope and he's slamming into the bridge or whatnot that's what that this chase scene reminded me of at least in the beginning and i'm so for that Fair enough. i yeah. want big set pieces and i love the fact that we're not confined to just the island of manhattan we're yeah. going to the other boroughs and like queens and hopefully we go to the bronx and brooklyn and stuff like that too and it is fully the full city kind of landscape that'd be really cool yeah uh I mean, this was obviously the highlight of the show. Oh, yeah. Stellar. And it, it, it reminds you, oh, right. Great tagline, too. Be yeah. greater together. together. And it, it reminded him, like, oh, right, this is a PlayStation showcase. Yeah. And that was the problem with the showcase was it was a lot of third-party stuff and a lot of unknown IP by unknown or unproven developers right now to us. Yeah. And that's why we, you know, I, I think the the... The energy around this showcase was was as negative as it was. I was taken aback by how negative it was. For sure. And also, back to Spider-Man real quick. Yeah. No solid date. Yes. Fall 2023. What are we doing? I think I think they're just saving it for one more media blitz. Um, I guess so. In- Maybe an, a, a, a Spider-Man PlayStation state of play at some point. Something like that. Maybe even, yeah, like a, a state of play where they're the headlining. But, like, we've now already seen enough. This was 12 yeah. minutes of gameplay. I I was not predicting that in the slightest. Yeah. Well, somebody here was. I mean, listen, that's that's why you're the best co-host. So, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was surprised. And, again, loved what I saw. We just didn't see an, uh, enough of those moments of, like, right, yep. again, pl- this is a PlayStation show. So... Yep. At the end of the day, Kyle, that's all the games that were showcased, that, mm-hmm. all all the games we saw. At the end of the day, if you were to put not a trophy score to it, nope. mm-hmm. I, I want something more precise here, a numbered score, okay. more scientific. <laughs> okay. We're doing numbers over letters? Numbers over letters. What okay. are we grading this thing? Um, what's the scale? To 10? To 100? To 10. Ten. You can use. I would points. give this no shade at all to the games because the games are awesome that were shown. Okay. As a showcase, it's gonna grade at a six point five for me. Fair, fair. 
I I think it was okay at best. Again, games look solid, but it's not what I wanted from a showcase. Right. And so, yeah, I would say 6.5. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to be a bit higher than you. I feel like I've come to the point and I've come to this realization is that if if the internet hates a state of play, I'm going to like it a lot. If the internet loves the state of play, I'm actually going to be disappointed by it. (laughs) I've come to this conclusion. I think, again, if this was a Jeff Keighley joint, this was an eight. This was a solid 8.5 even. This was a great showcase. But as a PlayStation fan, I am not, not to say I'm not optimistic about the future of PlayStation. We got Spider-Man. I know that there's great games coming from the studios we love. I just would have liked to see them. I still have, I feel the same questions that I had walking into the showcase, which is, Mm -hmm. what is Mm -hmm. after Spider-Man? And, like, you can't really say it's, you know, you can't say it's Concord because that didn't have a a year on it, let alone a date. Uh, You can't say that about Fair Games. Mm -hmm. Um, It's 2024, maybe, CG trailer. Mm -hmm. We could take about their word. Yeah, maybe Fair Games is it. But, like, is that it? There has to be more. And so as a PlayStation fan, I understand why people are disappointed and why they have question marks. And that's why I'm really hoping, but can't give them the benefit of the doubt here, that um, they're going to have another showcase by the end of the year that's going to say, hey, whoa, 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 hey, here's what's coming here. Yeah, a future of PlayStation. Yeah, in a future. So I can't grade it on what could be in front of us. Yeah. No. This this was, I think, a seven. I think this was a good show. I just don't... I I I think though for a showcase we waited six hundred plus days for, yeah, I can understand why this is a big letdown for some people. Yep, I can understand it my, though. I personally yep. don't fully agree with it. That's where my disappointment lands. Yeah, for sure. Kyle, you have a TED talk and a rant, so that's the the PlayStation showcase. It's all of it. Again, yeah, mixed. That's sad, but yeah, you're angry, and I want you to get angry with me here, Kyle. I need to try to channel the energy and uh, <laughs> I'm going to give everyone uh, 10, 15 seconds mm-hmm. to, if you have kids around, cover their ears. Cause I don't have my bleep button. No, you don't have So I'm going to be dropping some bombs here. That's fair enough. I'll try my best to add it on. I can't promise anything. No, don't No, I, the rage needs to be heard. And fair. Felt. Kyle, it's a little segment we like to call what you've been playing. You've been playing Jedi Survivor, and you're angry? Sure have. Why would you be angry? I'm angry. I'm angry. I have thoughts about the game itself, which I will save until we do our Road to Greatness episode on it. Fair enough. But this TED Talk, it's a good game. It's a great game. Yeah. However, fuck these frog agdo bogdo fucks. You know what I'm saying? Not only... Not only yeah. are they uh, super cheesy, yeah. and the devs uh, at Respawn were like, oh, let's make these enemies as hard as you thought they were in the first game. Yeah. It's like a little troll meme thing. Yeah. Fuck off. Like, I, their moves are so incredibly hard to tell what's coming. Yeah. They are so incredibly quick. The con- the, the connections between uh, one-hit-kill moves are there's no moving out of the way. Nope. The 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 dodge isn't far enough or Mm-mm. quick enough Mm-mm. that it's not fun. And I spent almost three days trying to fight that boss. I don't want. 
I don't want to spoil the 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 other one. Not Fair. the main, the, not the one in the main game, but they yeah. you do, do come across it again. That fight is so incredibly frustrating. Yeah. So like it's not fair and it's not fun. Yeah. And you praised it uh, when you're talking about how it like it rewards you. It doesn't treat you like you're dumb because you played the first one mm-hmm. and like Cal has most of the same powers. Well, why can't I force pull that dude's tongue and cut it off and like do mess of chunks of damage to it? Why take that away from me? I'm a Jedi. I'm only learning to to use my powers more yeah. and more as time has gone on since yeah. we last left Cal. And you're going to tell me that he forgot that? I thought right. Jedi's know all. What, what are we? What are we doing? You're telling me Cal forgot how to do that thing? Oh boy, it's just it's incredibly frustrating. Uh-huh. And it was fun for, or it was like a very trolly thing for them to do. Fair enough. Just, it, oh man, I've never wanted to slam my dual sense onto the floor so hard ever in my life, <laughs> except for that fight. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, <sighs> yeah, I, those were not fun frogs. What I'm thinking about. <laughs> What those are about, not fun frogs. Those are not fun frogs. Your Calcasus, you're 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 fighting the Galactic Empire, right? The the yeah. elite of the elite is coming yeah. after you. You know, Darth Vader himself is chasing after you with his, yeah. his bounty hunters are coming for your ass. But exactly. you know what? These frogs. These frogs, though. They, they oh might God. have Sephiroth levels of of. If they editing. have some of those frogs during Order Order sixty six, I think the Jedi's may have may have won. You. You're going to tell me that this version of Millennia is this dumb fucking frog? <laughs> Respawn was like, you know what, Elden Ring? Millennia is pretty damn hard. We're going to bring back this this dumb frog and make it the hardest thing ever. I'm just thinking of Ogno Bogno going like, my name is I've Ogno Bogno. Defeat. I've never known defeat. And then it just flips its <laughs> tongue out. <laughs> Hot damn, I've been playing more Zelda. That's it. It's all. It's just all self-consuming. Kyle, you are right. By the way, I have played in the week. I've uh, week two weeks now. I've been playing Breath of oh, sorry Tears of the Kingdom. Um, 40, 40 plus hours. The Nintendo Switch yep. has told me. I have an addiction. I have a problem, and I can't stop. Makes sense. I won't stop. I'm excited to play it sometime. Hopefully tonight. Can't stop. Won't stop. All right, Kyle. Are you ready? Are you, are you, are you holding on to something? Yes. All right, it's time to prepare the drop. Here are the latest deals and deals coming to the PlayStation storefront. On May 23rd, we have After Us on PS5. We have The Convergence, a League of League Legends. A League of Leagues? <laughs> Streaming for 18 plus hours. Uh, a League of Legends story on PS5, PS4. Glitch Busters, stuck on you on PS4. My Miasmia Chronicles on PS5. Star Trek Resurgence on PS5, PS4. Warhammer 40k Bolt Gun on PS5. That game looks sick. It is literally like 90s inspired Doom, but Warhammer. Ooh. Dope. May 24th, Fight in Tight Spaces on PS4. Torinioto on PS5, PS4. On May 25th, Hello Neighbor Search and Rescue on PS5. Kinzuna AI Torch of the Beat on PS4. Knock Bow Plus Arrow Soccer on PSVR 2. Protodroid Delta on PS4. Railway Empire 2 on PS5, PS4. Lord of the Rings Golem. Golem. 
Gollum on PS5. Uh, and before I get into the next bit of it here, y'all yeah. can give me like harder words to to like pronounce here. Give me some wild stuff. You know, it's like hip hop, hip hop anonymous. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> goddammit. May 26th, Chronicles of Two Heroes. Amaterasu. How did you get that? Because <laughs> I read this on 6 1 Indie last week. Wrath so on PS5. Forspoken. 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 Shut your beautiful mouth. Forspoken. In Tanta, we trust on PS5. Home That's the sheep, DLC, right? Yes. Home Sheep Home. Farmageddon Party Edition on PS5, PS4. Monster Menu. The Scavengers Cookbook on PS5, PS4. And. Anigo Hunter on PS5, PS4. Wow, we really we got we got through that one together, guys. That was a challenge. You, you did great. I don't think I did. All right, Kyle. It's time for our last segment of the night and our favorite segment of the night, and one that y'all had some opinions on. So we want to read as many as we can here. There's there's so many submissions, uh, and because my voice is getting tired, we're gonna read. One, um, I'll start, and then you know we go back and forth. So that said, it's time. Okay, I was about to say for the Sony Pony Express. Dirty leads on Twitter. We asked y'all, how did you think about the PlayStation Showcase? Where would you rate it? What were your highlights, your lowlights, all that stuff? On Twitter, they write a little concerned about the gaming industry. Every developer seems fixated on washed-out futuristic fluorescent shooters. Aside from Spider-Man, what is there in the PlayStation Showcase that really stands out? Another AC? A MGS remake? Maybe? I mean, that's a good point. And I think now we're starting to see PlayStation try to trace that trend. And what did we say? I mean, like, we've been preparing y'all for this moment. I don't think many of their games and surface games are going to succeed. I think some of them will, and I don't think... Most of them are supposed to last ten plus years. Mm-hmm. This is this is Sony's new strategy. This is Jim Ryan's PlayStation. And if that concerns you, I can't I I can't steer you away from that concern. Can't sure. Yeah. All right, Kyle. The good sir. Great stream, guys. Thinking about the showcase is probably an eight out of ten for me. If I had to put a number on it, Phantom played zero. Alan Wake two, Spider Man two, and every indie hit for me. While there were definitely things that weren't for me. And more that I wish we got news about. I thought Sony had a pretty good showcase overall. Good, sir. Good on you, sir. Nice. Yes. Katie writes in. So overall, I give that showcase an 8 out of 10 for me. Look at us being all positive. There was some stuff in there that got me hyped. Metal Gear Solid Remake, Spider-Man 2, AC Mirage, Final Fantasy 16. I really like the indies uh, Indies that, that we got uh, coverage on. They came out hard with Spider-Man 2 gameplay. The Metal Gear Solid 3 remake trailer was interesting, and I originally wanted to kill it with fire because <laughs> of the close-up shots of the ants, but when you saw Snake and that music... I died and went to heaven. Yeah, man, I really like that Metal Gear Solid trailer. Because yeah, I was like, good. is this a, you, you said, it, is this an Anaconda movie yeah, game? Yeah, is, is this one in the Jurassic Park's going on here? <laughs> uh, Savoy Prime writes in, I'd give the show a B. Good variety. Quite a few I'm interested in, but would have liked more first party games being shown. Tad bit disappointed. Hmm. Starting to look like Little Devil Inside is probably canceled because we haven't seen that in a long time. Agreed. You think it's canceled? Not canceled. Just like, why wasn't it here? 
It had its own state of play. Yeah, right. What Goodbye, was... Volcano High, out in August. Why wasn't it here? Ve- I'm, I'm very confused. Fair. I mean, valid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Edward Fudge writes in, 7 out of 10, too much focus on live service. Highlights were multi-platform. What? Where are the Sony Studios? And again, I think this is PlayStation kind of um, going a little bit too far of what they learned because, like, before our complaint was you show us way too many things that are too far away too, far out. too many times, yeah. and now it's like, could you just show us something right now, please? Because yeah. you're not – like, the thing is that I, th- I get the aggravation. You're not talking to us as much. Where are you guys? So yeah. I understand that frustration. And Edward Fudge, uh, not to put pressure on you, not what this is about, are you a – gold member on patreon i know you're i think a patron let me know i'm gonna redo the list because it's all messed up so let me know so i could i could fix it if not don't worry don't feel pressure yeah uh ask what not why writes in sorry joe were you continuing something no 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 no, no. yeah i just i i would feel bad my guilt would come in sure i got you ask what not why writes in just finished watching and wow phantom blade zero absolutely looks like a jose game yeah why was i crying with that neva trailer i mean (laughs) I was crying too, but I know why. And I'm very intrigued to learn more about Marathon. That Spider-Man 2 gameplay looked insane. And these PS earbuds. I think this was a solid 8 out of 10, 4 out of 5 stars, and a gold trophy earned showcase. Ooh, yes, Jose. Yes, yes. Hobgoblin writes, 6.5 for me. For nearly a two-year gap since the last one is being about PS5 and PSVR 2 and a Sony showcase, I didn't feel like they showed nowhere near enough from their studios. Only Spider-Man 2 held my eye interest. Fair. Again, we're seeing like a wide range. It's like it's yep. anywhere between like 6.5 to 8. It seems like it's a sweet spot. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Yuna, uh, 7 out of 10 or 6 out of 10 for me. It was not a bad showcase with MGS3 remake being announced alongside the first three games on Master Collection coming to PS5. And some good games that look interesting, but they definitely uh, but they definitely cons or, or there were definitely cons to the show. Like, no release date for Spider-Man 2 feels weird to me. Same. The earbuds look cool, and if that's going to make me be able to use earbuds on PS5, then that will be cool. But overall, was it worth the hype? Uh, for me, not not really, but that's just me being a certain type of gamer. Fair enough. The Muffin Mon writes in, I give the showcase a solid B. Certainly underwhelmed. Spider-Man 2 looks amazing, but it was Mostly third-party games. Very few release dates. Overall, still very unclear about the future of PlayStation First Party. Highlights. Phantom Blade Zero. Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Alan Wake 2. Basically everything I was already excited for. Fair. Again, I, I, I think the the overarching theme here is like we're still unsure about the the showcase. Like like we're still unsure about the future. And I would say that is that is, I think, a failure on whoever put this together because we should be excited yeah. about the future not still have questions about we it. should be talking about this is nine out of ten eight out of ten across the board yeah and the fact that we're not and we're saying where are the playstation studios is a problem for a playstation showcase yeah fair, uh, fair. toxic right in uh give the show a b because there was simply too much shown without even a release window spider-man not getting its date is ridiculous but the game looks great other than spooderman I'm most excited for Phantom Play Zero, Snake Eater, AC Mirage, and Neva. I teared up watching that, and I'm sure the Green Gorilla Gamer is with me on. Where is Little Devil inside? 
insane. <laughs> it's coming, y'all. It's coming. I don't oh. know. There'll be another showcase. There'll be another state of play. Everything will be okay. Your your questions shall be answered in time. Dewane Raksha writes, I enjoyed the showcase. I give it a 7 out of 10. I know people are pumped for Beat Saber, but the PSVR 2 content was actually pretty disappointing for me. Ooh, shocker. There was a lot of talk about games being available, both flat and in VR. When the newest, or sorry, when the new headset was revealed, and maybe I'm being impatient as I, it's still super early in the life cycle of the device like this, but there haven't been any hints or suggestions about anything like that do you think this stuff is coming or will there always be a very clearly defined line between vr and flat games i think there will be a very clear line between vr and quote-unquote flat games right yeah uh, the games we're more akin to because i think vr games are still experimenting a lot with concepts mm-hmm. so like you're not going to see like gta 6 ain't going to be vr but you're going to see something wacky and kooky and physics focused at a psvr for sure yeah um although gta 5 had that first person mode they did they did so who knows if they turned that into a vr thing oh dude you have to turn every asset into a vr asset all right listen you're right you know what they're worth a quadrillion dollars (laughs) on how many times they sold gta 5 fair uh final one comes from will to kill I'm going to start off with a five to five and a half out of 10 because the most interesting thing I was into was the equipment. Then it gets an additional one point because I'm a bad person who bad chuckled at the beginning because of the character crying over the dead deer. Oh, will. Oh, my hey, listen, goodness. he's not will to kill for nothing. He's not will to <laughs> grant rainbows and sunshine. Yeah. Fair. You know? Then I'm going to give it another addition point five points because the Arizona sunshine or sunrise. I don't know, honestly, because they lost me at PSVR two for the good chuckle moment with the guy making the severhead talk, bringing the total to seven out of ten. It could have been better, but nothing but the uh, nothing but the equipment really caught my eye. And I'm going to get AC anyways, knowing I'll play half the game, get ADHD brain and never play it again. So not worthy of any additional points due to my lack of restraint when it comes to buying AC games. <laughs> LOL. Fair enough. Will it kill? Appreciate the honesty. I appreciate the honesty. I like where your head's at. I gotta say it. You know, it's not screwed on right, but I like where it's at right now. Don't move it. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I feel like we'd get along. All right, Kyle. Again, wide range of thoughts and impressions here. I don't think this is what PlayStation wanted. Nope. Should have been a surefire home run talking about the greatest showcase ever because it's been two years yeah instead now i feel like xbox has an opportunity to impress people if you want to yeah if you want to go into the xbox versus playstation battle i will because i feel I think, like uh, yeah i feel like they did <laughs> they, they immediately after the showcase by the way were like here here are all the games that are showed off that are also on xbox and guess what uh, it's way more than half of that showcase <laughs> like yeah. it's it's what's it, what, three, which does six, happen nine. when Xbox does their thing. PlayStation will also do something. 12, 12 of those games. Yeah. yeah. And that's not even counting, you know, Marathon or Destiny. Again, sure. I get it. But this is a good, after all the bad PR that Phil and team has had over the last few weeks, I think they could probably breathe a sigh of relief going, okay, we know none of our games are going to be Spider Man level, but we got, we got a chance to really surprise some folks and get maybe sure. a positive news cycle for once 
Is that after Summer Game Fest or before Summer Game Fest? Um, I believe it's... Is that the 11th? It's after so Summer Game Fest. So then that would be Fest. after. Yeah. Okay. That said, uh, Kyle? What, real quick, are, have we said what we're doing for the Summer Game Fest? Are we live reacting to it? We should. We ought to. Oh, yes. I agree. I'm Absolutely. Just... Summer Games Fest is the 8th, correct? Uh, yeah. So two weeks from today. Absolutely. We'll be here reacting live to the Summer Game Fest. And then for the Xbox Showcase, just like in, in years prior, we'll be live reacting to the Xbox Showcase with our good friend Luke Lore and Captain Logan over on XEP. Am I invited? Um. We'll think about it. <laughs> Not yet a bad day. Of course you are, bud. All right, everybody. That's it. That's been the showcase as a whole. Kyle, that's been the trophy room this week. Is there anything you want to highlight before we get on out of here? Myself, Mr. K-Step, uh, give your four-legged friends a big old hug from me. And uh, go check out 6-1 Indie for all the indie game coverage that I do over there and uh, look forward to the, the Ben star interview next week. Yeah. Final yeah. fantasy 16 lead voice actor for Clive. Uh, it's a very cool combo. Can't yeah. wait for y'all to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Likewise, you can find me over at Mr. Babbitt on Twitter. You can find the show over at PS trophy room on Twitter. You can find us on any podcast service you prefer and please rate us five stars on apple Podcasts on spotify to get entered into the diablo 4 giveaway that we have in store and more surprises along the horizon so with all that said with all that out of the way everybody keep it what's about you keep hunting and keep playing playstation see you guys love you <laughs>